and welcome to It Could Happen, a film prof podcast. I'm Aaron Stillerman. I'm Chad Woodward. I'm Taylor Dane. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a fully improvised podcast focused on selecting a well-known movie based off your suggestions and improvising the prequel or sequel that never was, never should be, and never will be. When we wrap each episode, they get edited, we add music and sound effects, and it's it gives a... Ooh, can we do Passion of the Christ? <laughs> oh, aren't they making a sequel to it? No, wait, uh, they are? No, they're legit making a sequel to it about the resurrection. Stop. Dead serious. Oh, no. No, Jim Caviezel is, in it, is going to be in it and everything. I'm sorry, who? Jim Caviezel, the guy who Say, played him in Passion. J- the old JC. The old JC. Oh, yeah. JC. Wait, but Jim how, did, wait, how does he come back, though? How did the same way Jesus comes back? Easter. You paint some eggs, let some bunnies go, and Jesus comes back. Um, it's October, babies, and uh, we're going to do a special. We want to do a special spoopy episode for you guys. Uh, so we we're going to do a, a sequel to the classic uh, Hocus Pocus, <laughs> suggested by many. Yes. Good movie, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say. Also, might might be making a sequel to that eventually. Same cast? Yeah. All right. Bette Midler, Kathy and Jimmy, at, uh, Sex and the City. Sorry, just Sex and the City. Yes. Yeah. The whole cast of Sex and the City. Uh, yeah. There's going to be, I wish I knew any of the characters from that. Samantha. There's oh, one. Oh, Miranda. Carrie, Samantha. Miranda. Yep. yep. And then probably just Sarah. And then Frankenstein. In Sex and the City, there's a Frankenstein? Yeah, he's the fourth one. It's oh, Mr. Okay. Big. He's Mr. Big. Mr. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean? <laughs> yes. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. And Mr. Bean's Mr. in it as well. <laughs> I love sex in the city. <laughs> that was my Mr. Bean. It's probably not Does good. Does he talk? No, he's British. Oh. Well. <laughs> he's Zazu. Just do Zazu from Lion King, right? <laughs> yeah, Ron, I, I don't think Mr. Bean ever talks. That's like his thing. All right, so real quickly, for anyone who's not familiar, uh, Hocus Pocus is Walt Disney um, uh, Halloween movie. It came out in 1993. It's a classic comedy, family, witchy. Uh, a curious youngster moves to Salem, uh, where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. That's all we're going to say, right? And um, Taylor, as you mentioned, this features Bette Midler, Sex in the City, and Kathy Najimy. Sex in the Na- City. Najimy. Kathy Najimy. 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 Sex in the City, Parker. And, oh, Doug Jones is in this, of course. Ooh, Doug Jones, he's, he's who plays a bunch of creepy things in makeup. He went to my co- Oh, you went to my, my college, too. We went to the ball, Doug Jones University. Doug Jones University. Uh, Doug Jones University, the fighting Dugs. You're required to wear uh, thick special effects makeup. You Every morning you have to sit in a SFX chair for like four hours getting put on prosthetics. And you're forced to walk from the north end of campus to the south end of campus on stilts. You have to hold your eyeballs in your hands. <laughs> These jokes are going over real well with those big uh, Doug Jones heads in the audience. Doug Jones, if you're out there, uh, please just uh, become a, a, a supporter of uh, Red Curb Comedy. Hashtag Doug Jones. Let's signal boost this out. Let's start the show. Let's start this. L- lock the gates. Um, all right. Yeah, let's just jump into it. Uh, so w- what's the sequel to Hocus Pocus? 
the so in the in the original movie they these witches are hanged in the 17th century during the Salem witch trials um mm-hmm. and then in the movie uh a, a kid someone want to explain i i know it a little bit uh, a, vir- a virgin lights the black flame candle at the old sanderson sisters house oh i've seen this movie several times oh yeah oh yeah uh, i know it for uh, uh, lights the black flame candles which brings back the witches for a night and then they try to harvest children's spirits mm-hmm. inside a magic witch soup es- essence if you will they try yeah, to make like a, a, like a like a chowder of children some chow some children <laughs> some some sort of herbal essence for children yeah, they try to make herbal <laughs> shampoo, and that'll let them live like forever, or make them younger, or yeah, it lets them live like forever. It'll let them like it'll bring back their like youth and all their power, right? Because they're like kind of like powers are limited right now. Yeah, which seems weird because they feels like they have like an awful lot of power. Yeah, they're yeah, and like okay, so there's like a, also a point where like. She, like, throws lightning from her fingers a la Emperor from uh-huh. Star Wars. And, like, she only does it once. And I'm like, you really should have been using that a lot more. I feel like that would have been a lot more effective. <laughs> yeah, you probably could have got this. You probably could have handled this a lot better. Yeah, they're very selective about when and where they're using their powers and what and what doesn't hurt them. But Yeah, and they you know. also only want to eat this particular group of children when there are literally hundreds. But... They want this one child and then they fuck up. So it, it really becomes like a matter of like not really setting good goals. Is there anything specific about this kid that's like, like he's the chosen one or it's just because he lit the can? Well, not him. They do, they want his sister because they, she says that she says the main sister Winifred's ugly. Yeah. Thor, little baby Thor Birch calls Bette Midler ugly. Oh, so they're like, fuck you. I'm going to. Yeah, she be, it becomes like a vengeance thing instead of like sticking to the plan. So she's got all the, she's got most of the powers. Sarah Jessica's Parker. So, sorry. Sex in the city's uh, Sarah. She, uh, <laughs> sex in the city. She has the power to sing, which brings, which like hypnotizes children. And then Mary, she is has the power a to comic sm- relief. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. She gets to play the role of quote unquote, the fat one, which is Move. fucking terrible. But she has the power to smell children. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot that. Okay, so Winifred, Sarah, and Mary. They're they're coming back. It's 2020, right? Yeah, anything's fucking possible in 2020, right? So 1993, that was, what, 27 years ago? Did I do math in my head just now very fast? Really? Correct? Yeah, I was like... Wow. Wow. We need to mark this day. All right, 27 years have passed. Someone else lights the candle. Yep, that's the plot of the that's going to be the plot of it. Cool. Let's 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 do it. Mhm. The store clerk turns on the lights. As the camera wheels around the store, we see that we are inside a freshly fully stocked Bath and Body Works. It's the semi-annual sale. Shelves of candles of different scents are everywhere. But it's also decorated for fall. In the middle is a display set up. The display has one single black candle. It's supposed to create the kind of creepy vibe that a Karen or soccer mom would enjoy but also be playful enough that you'd buy a lot of discount candles and body products. Lisa has come in for her shift 
and she's getting the registers ready, but she keeps staring at the candle. She's not quite sure why, but something doesn't feel right about this display. Does anyone know why this one's just here in the middle? It feels like we should, it should be special, right? Why isn't it going? Brett, a 38-year-old accountant, uh, is confusedly walking around the Bath and Body's work. Bath, Bath and Body Twigs. Bath and Body Works. Uh, what was his name? Well, give him a name. Give, <laughs> give him a name. Oh, he said a name. Okay. Uh, Brett. <laughs> Brett, do you have a lighter? No, you're Brett. What? I was being Lisa. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay, so Lisa. Okay, let's, let's let's fix this. Okay, so like Lisa. <laughs> okay, Lisa. Uh, Lisa's got. She's like. Not, she's feeling weird about the candle. A thirty-eight-year-old accountant has wandered into the store. His name is Brett. Uh, ma'am, could you? Uh, can you? I'm. Ma'am, I'm looking for like uh, um something for my wife. Oh, like a lotion or just something oh, aromatic. Oh, I, I just kind of looking for something to like put with a card and say like, "Hey, like I just, I just really like, uh, you know, I'm sorry about last night, you know." So. Oh sure. Typically, I like cash in a card. You know, maybe you could try that. No, no, I really think that like a lotion, it's something that's real feminine, is gonna make her feel good about herself. Oh, you just want to like pump some lotion into the card and smush it shut? That. Is an option. Watch, lock. No, no I mean, it's it. an option, but I thought maybe I would buy it. Uh, she fills this card full of lotion. <laughs> it smells like Juniper Breeze. Yeah, um, you just have to be careful when you put it in, in the envelope because it will it will come out and it will seal the envelope. Well, well, thank you. Brett leaves. We never see him again. <laughs> uh, Lisa uh, continues to, to stare at the candle in the center uh, display. Concerned, she you know it's not lit. It's fall. It's it's Halloween almost, and and it just she feels the need. She goes into the stock room and somehow she finds one of those long stick lighters and and she takes it back out to the front of the store and she uh, tries to light it. Uh, suddenly, Willie, the creepy mall janitor, scoots on by, shaking his head. I wouldn't do that. Oh, wait, wait, sir. Willie whips his head back around. Hmm. What do you know about this candle? Well, that candle's been here back when this place was a Spencer's Gifts. In the same spot? Actually, I think so. In between the titty shot glasses and the dick birthday candles. Wow. I wouldn't have thought those two things would be that close together, but... Well, I reckon it's got to be either a load-bearing candle or something dark. Well, if it was near the cock-shaped ones, I'm sure it's pretty load-bearing. <laughs> yeah, Probably. But don't go touching it. There's evil in the bones of the mall. And he scoots on. Lisa thinks to herself, this mall has bones? She grabs the candle. She shakes the lighter again. She tries to light it. A gust of wind blows through the front doors and blows out the lighter. Darn this candle! Willie scoots by again. Uh, by the way, have you ever fucked before? Uh... I fucked up once. Oh, well, good. That's probably about the same. One time a, a sexless freak lit that there load-bearing candle. Ever since then, the Spencers went out of business. 
something terrible happened. Well, maybe if I light this candle, the Spencers will come back. She lights the candle. You ignored my advice. Goodbye. Willie turns into a, a, a dust of sorts and starts spiraling down into his mop bucket. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. Okay, continue. Dark plume of smoke uh, erupts from the candle, much more smoke than any any Bath and Body Works candle should ever be allowed to emit. It starts filling up the whole Bath and Body Works, and the front gate of the Bath and Body Works slams shut and traps Lisa in the store. A green light soars around the store, covering body creams, bath salts, sugar scrubs, and different kinds of eye masks. A light comes from the interior of the smoke, and three figures appear uh, with giant, poofy robes in differing colors. One green, one maroon, and one uh, a nice periwinkle. It's the Sanderson sisters. Book! The red-headed Winifred Sanderson leads the pack. Their steps are shuffling in time towards Lisa, is what I think her name was. Oh, what have I done? Another virgin! Yes! Um, Winnie, I, uh, don't smell anything but different cinnamon. Quiet, Mary! Uh, please don't. Uh, I thought the candle would give the, give the store a nice aroma, a nice new fall feel. So you did light the candle. She did light it. Mm. Yes, uh, Willie told me that it might bring the spincers back, and so I lit it, and now Willie's gone. I like it when a Willie disappears. Sarah, stop acting creepy. <laughs> uh, 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 Sarah, Sarah, is there a, a particular reason you're not your usual sweet self? Is there a reason you sound like a cackling old witch caricature, like you maybe have never seen this movie before? Yes. <laughs> 27 years ago, I was sucked back into the earth, and I thought, why be sweet when I could be stereotypical? <laughs> Mary, be, be quiet now. As long as Sarah's voice is uh, that bad, my bad impression won't matter as much. It's mostly due to the fact that I'm playing the other lead character, and it should be quite different. Exactly. <laughs> And my voice just keeps changing every time I talk to you. Mary, you seem to be getting a cold. Yeah. Here, sniff out some children for us. Lisa starts to back away towards the stock room because she knows there's a fire escape. Winifred spins her finger in the air and conjures up all sorts of loofahs to restrain uh, Lisa. Uh, where did all these loofahs come from? These aren't. These haven't been counted for. They're not in the inventory. I know what you're thinking. Uh, what are three beautiful sisters like us doing here in your satanic candle smelting chamber? Oh, no, no, this is a Bath and Body Works. Bath? Body Works? Body? Bath? What? Disgusting. Now you'll tell us, where can we find some children? Yes, we love children. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we love <laughs> We haven't a moment to spare, ch- uh, sisters. We're getting stupider by the minute. The black flame candle's almost out already. Oh, well, 
across the food court. Um. Oh shit. <laughs> across, <laughs> across the food court, there's a Disney store. Maybe you could find some children there. The gate magically lifts, and the three sisters, in sync, strut through the mall. They pass by a Wetzel's pretzels and immediately <laughs> stop in awe. Hey, you ladies like some pretzels? You ever, you ever have cinnamon on a pretzel? Mary, look, they've captured little men and torn their limbs into tiny little contortions to torture them. Ooh, this delicate man is trying to sell us edible limbs. Yeah, this one's got garlic on it. You ever tried the garlic on a pretzel? How about jalapeno powder? Excuse me? Jalapeno powder. It's like you take cheddar jalapeno flavoring and you uh, dehydrate it to a powder. And then they put it in this little canister. You get the pretzel a little bit wet while it's cooking and then you put it... 15 minutes pass as they learn about pretzels and pretzel maintenance. And that's jalapeno powder. The witches continue to the Disney store in stride. (laughs) (laughs) Winifred puts out her hands to stop the others as they are aghast at the sea of children running in between the aisles. (sighs) The giggles are are piercing to the sisters' ears. Uh, It's so wretched and delicious. Can't stand it. <laughs> all, all these uh, children are uh, d- d- dressed in different ways. They're wearing different costumes. I, 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 they smell like children, but they look like the princesses. Royal children are absolutely the best. Sarah will lure them to this dark hallway with a watering fountain at the end. Oh, okay, I'll sing a song they might know quite well. <laughs> It's a small world after all. It's a small world The few children who are paying attention, uh, a few of them uh, get out on their phones to record this strange old woman singing in an operatic tone, and the others are just, like, uh, yelling shit at her. It's a small Look out of the store. Is it working? It is not working. The three sisters stand there. While small children point phones at them recording it and laughing, the sisters turn around from the Disney store, slump over, and strut outside into the darkness of the cool October evening. They are forlorn. They realize that their powers do not work the way they once worked in the 90s. And here, in the year 2020, things are different. Sisters, we have no book, no children, and no relevance in the 21st century. Perhaps there's another place we could find more children. Suddenly, Lisa bursts out of the mall doors, running towards the witches, dedicated on stopping whatever she's unleashed. I need, I can't just leave this candle burning in the store. The store is still full of smoke. How, how, How can I help you? Help us? Yes. Have you known any children? Uh, I, I have, a, I have a nephew. Go on. Is he youthful? He's, he's twenty-eight. Okay. Um, twenty-eight is kind of past the eighteen mark for our powers. Oh, you need an eighteen. Okay. Um, the younger, the better. Oh no, 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 no. We. We, we need somebody that qualifies as, like, a 
like a, like a under 18 because what, what oh wait my voice is getting real bad I'm sorry it's these allergies yes the allergies are quite uh, apparent here on this earth really I'm not feeling a thing sisters <laughs> maybe this will affect my singing voice and I will be able to lure more children I'll give it a shot hi <laughs> ho hi ho it's off to a quiggle. Winifred slaps her hands over Sarah Jessica Parker's mouth. Very well. Take us to this 28-year-old man-child. We cut to a college uh, Halloween party. Uh, it takes place at a, at a shitty bar, and the 28-year-old is actually bartending, but he is in costume. Uh... He's dressed as a jungle. Jungle boogie is playing in the bar, by the way. Ooh, we'll get that in. Okay. Oh, we might get in trouble for using that. <laughs> he's dressed as a ketchup bottle and he's serving shots to just wild uh, college. Drunkards. Sanderson sisters, led by Lisa, uh, uh, elbow and shove their way through this packed college bar during uh, a, a time that's definitely not COVID time because the bars are open. Jacob! Jacob! I want to introduce you to some uh, some friends I've met. These are these are um, Winifred, um, Sex in the City, and um, Mary. Hi. Lovely to meet you. Perhaps you could serve us one of your nice potions from a bottle. (laughs) (laughs) So to be clear, okay, so like, let's just recap. So they're at a bar, like a college bar. Like mm-hmm, a B dubs mm-hmm. or like are we talking like a like a I'm talking like like the chug the chug a Kilroy's or Kilroy's okay Kilroy's <laughs> the chug like okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a college bar and uh, he's dressed as a as a cat cat suit bottle. a ketchup bottle okay. uh huh mm-hmm. and he's pouring drinks and they think it's it's um just some sort of potion and they've asked for a potion six potions later. Six shots later, the sisters <laughs> feel significantly under the influence. Uh, what sort of potion has he has he put upon us? Uh, I'm seeing three of you, sisters. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, I love yeah. you too, Eddie. Let's buy a boat. We have ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a boat seems a bit extreme. Uh, Lisa, sensing her chance, uh, snuck a, a bar rag into a bottle of Sambuca uh, while the sisters were getting drunk. And has been shaking it and now reaches to pickpocket a lighter out of a college boy's pocket nearby. Um, I, see, I seem to be developing into quite the pyromaniac, but I must borrow your lighter, sir. Uh, nice ass. Uh, <laughs> She lights the rag and uh, creates essentially a Molotov. Lisa's blown back across the bar. The Sambuca Molotov cocktail explodes. The 28-year-old man-child has burst into flames running through the bar, uh, catching several other college students on fire. Uh, The crowds part, and they're standing across 
the bar are Lisa uh, pinned against the wall and the Sanderson sisters. Thought you could trick us? You can never trick us. In fact, I'm going to head over to this burning karaoke machine to sing a tune to lure all these children back to us. What a marvelous idea, Sarah. Mary, go get us some Taco Bell. Yeah. I'll deal with this one. Sarah approaches the the karaoke DJ whose uh, left shoulder is aflame and requests the most popular Disney song uh, he has available. She soon begins to sing the number one Disney song of all time. Let it go. Let it go. College, the college bars, the ones who are underage drinking in the bar, uh, immediately fall under the spell such that half the crowd is on fire and half is under this hypnotic spell. Winifred goes over to the bar and gets a, a, a shaker thing, that whatever they call it, and starts mixing ingredients ad hoc to make some sort of witch's brew. I have Newt. Uh, patron, that'll do. Uh... Miller light, that sounds good. A light Miller. That's a dead man. She mixes these in a mixer and then saunters over to Lisa, pinned against the wall, to have her drink this elixir. Drink up. Uh, the sisters drink this mixture. Uh, meanwhile, the the candle has been sitting on the bar the entire time, and the fire around it has started to melt the candle. Hurry up, sisters! The girls drink the drinks. Drink. Insert drinking sounds. <laughs> However, they've already had six shots, and as they consume the alcohol, they realize that they are slowly falling under the effects of alcohol poisoning. All three begin projectile vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> The, the vomit is thick enough to uh, extinguish all the flames in the bar, except for the uh, the candle, which at this point is almost a puddle. The sisters, drained of all their once uh, uh, magical, youthful energy, are now uh, skins loose, skin loosely hanging off of bones, decrepit, showing their four hundred years of age. All of the college students uh, flee for several reasons. Burning bar. Bar. Throwing up. I just said bar. I said fire. Not bar. (laughs) We're talking fire. We're We're talking alcohol poisoning. We're talking witches. We're talking vomit. We're talking karaoke to let it go. (laughs) Scaryoke. We're talking the regular, regular old rager at Alpha Kappa Psi. As this Kilroy's burns to the ground and sisters stand inside power vomiting, the police arrive. (laughs) Nope, you know what? Let's, nope, let's cut the, nope, I'm sorry. The police cannot arrive because you know what they're going to do. Let's get rid of that. Cut that. that. We're going to do something else. Do something else. Campus. The fire department. Campus security. (laughs) The bouncer wakes up from his drunken nap. Oh, shit. The bouncer uh, runs to get a tiny little uh, fire extinguisher hanging in the back room of the bar. He extinguishes the remaining flames in the Kilroy's. He 
he sprays the witches with the fire extinguisher, and he also sprays the candle. The witches realize they've failed again. The candle's gone out. Because a late 17th century candle is no match for the chemical compounds of the 20th, 21st century fire extinguisher. The witches soon turn to magic dust and evaporate into the air. First Sarah in a bright purple explosion. Not again! Then Mary in a less powerful, slightly lazy red explosion. Uh, I don't feel very good. And then Winifred in a, a bright green explosion. Oh no! Janitor, or janitor, bouncer. Yeah, the janitor. Yeah, the janitor. Yeah, he burns just for the bad yes. Willie comes back with a mop. The janitor, the janitor Willie. Uh, some condensation of him that went from the mop bucket onto the, the side of the candle suddenly uh, reappears and goes, Oh. Oh, shit. He grabs the candle and uh, walks out slowly of the, the Kilroys into the darkness of the Halloween night. Told you not to touch it. Grumble, grumble. Willie turns into a bat and flies off into into the sky across a full moon. And that's Hocus Pocus too. <laughs> what? Wait, he flew away? Yep. Fuck yeah, he turned into a bat and, t- and flew away. <laughs> God, fucking 2020 sucks, guys. Yeah. I mean, I think it was pretty cool. You know what? We're gonna have to edit it and just see. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, if you enjoyed that, um, give our other episodes a listen. Um, check out Red Curb Comedy Podcast Network at uh, patreon.com slash redcurbcomedy. Um, I have another show called Folk Buddies, and I've guested on another Red Curb show several times uh, called Distraction. Um, and it's a fun show. Um, As have I. I have not. Yeah, you can check. <laughs> Just kidding. You can check the rest of us out on some other uh, Red Crew shows: Distraction, Spotify, Aaron's Folk Buddies, uh, regular Red Crew podcast. All right, uh, please catch us next time. Um, thanks for listening. Oh yeah, but remember, it could, it could happen. It happen. I'll edit it to. It could not happen. I'll That's bad. It it's very good. It's not together. It's just a lot of vomiting and fire. It could not happen. <laughs> Bye.